Chapter Seven of The Master's Indwelling by Andrew Murray. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Christopher Smith. Christ's humility, our salvation. Philippians chapter two, verses five to eight. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. He humbled himself and became obedient unto death even the death of the cross all are familiar with this wonderful passage paul is speaking about one of the most simple practical things in daily life humility and in connection with that he gives us a wonderful exhibition of divine truth in this chapter we have the eternal godhead of jesus he was in the form of god and one with god we have his incarnation he came down and was found in the likeness of man we have his death with the atonement he became obedient unto death we have his exaltation god hath highly exalted him we have the glory of his kingdom that every knee shall bow and every tongue confess him and in what connection is it a theological study no is it a description of what christ is no it is in connection with a simple downright call to a life of humility in our intercourse with each other our life on earth is linked to all the eternal glory of the godhead as revealed in the exaltation of jesus the very looking to jesus the very bowing of the knee to jesus ought to be inseparably connected with a spirit of the very deepest humility consider the humility of jesus first of all that humility is our salvation then that humility is just the salvation we need and again that humility is the salvation which the holy spirit will give us humility is the salvation that christ brings that is our first thought we often have very vague i might also say visionary ideas of what christ is we love the person of christ but that which makes up christ which actually constitutes him the christ that we do not know or love if we love christ above everything we must love humility above everything for humility is the very essence of his life and glory and the salvation he brings just think of it where did it begin is there humility in heaven you know there is for they cast their crowns before the throne of god and the lamb but is there humility on the throne of god yes what was it but heavenly humility that made jesus on the throne willing to say i will go down to be a servant and to die for man i will go and live as the meek and lowly lamb of god jesus brought humility from heaven to us it was humility that brought him to earth or he never would have come in accordance with this just as christ became a man in this divine humility so his whole life was marked by it he might have chosen another form in which to appear he might have come in the form of a king but he chose the form of a servant he made himself of no reputation he emptied himself he chose the form of a servant he said the son of man is not come to be ministered unto to be served but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many 
and you know in the last night he took the place of a slave and girded himself with a towel and went to wash the feet of peter and the other disciples beloved the life of jesus upon earth was a life of the deepest humility it was this gave his life its worth and beauty in god's sight and then his death possibly you haven't thought of it much in this connection but his death was an exhibition of unparalleled humility he humbled himself and became obedient unto death even the death of the cross my lord christ took a low place all the time of his walk upon earth he took a very low place when he began to wash the disciples feet but when he went to calvary he took the lowest place there was to be found in the universe of god the very lowest and he let sin and the curse of sin and the wrath of god cover him he took the place of a guilty sinner that he might bear our load that he might serve us in saving us from our wretchedness that he might by his precious blood win deliverance for us that he might by that blood wash us from our stains and our guilt we are in danger of thinking about christ as god as man as the atonement as the saviour and as exalted upon the throne and we form an image of christ while the real christ that which is the very heart of his character remains unknown what is the real christ divine humility bowed down into the very depths for our salvation the humility of jesus is our salvation we read he humbled himself therefore god hath highly exalted him the secret of his exaltation to the throne is this he humbled himself before god and man humility is the christ of god and now in heaven today that christ the man of humility is on the throne of god what do i see a lamb standing as it had been slain on the throne in the glory he is still the meek and gentle lamb of god his humility is the badge he wears there you often use that name the lamb of god and you use it in connection with the blood of the sacrifice you sing the praise of the lamb and you put your trust in the blood of the lamb praise god for the blood you can never trust that too much but i am afraid you forget that word lamb must mean to us two things it must mean not only a sacrifice the shedding of blood but it must mean to us the meekness of god incarnate upon earth the meekness of god represented in the meekness and gentleness of a little lamb but the salvation that christ brought is not only a salvation that flows out of humility it also leads to humility we must understand that this is not only the salvation which christ brought but that is exactly the salvation which you and i need what is the cause of all the wretchedness of man primarily pride man seeking his own will and his own glory yes pride is the root of every sin and so the lamb of god comes to us in our pride and brings us salvation from it we need above everything to be saved from our pride and our self-will it is good to be saved from the sins of stealing murdering and every other evil but a man needs above all to be saved from what is the root of all sin his self-will and his pride it is not until man begins to feel that this is exactly the salvation he needs that he really can understand what christ is and that he can accept him as his salvation this is the salvation that we as christians and believers specially need
we know the sad story of peter and john what their self-will and pride brought upon them they needed to be saved from nothing except themselves and that is the lesson which we must learn if we are to enter the life of rest and how can we enter that life and dwell there in the bosom of the lamb of god if pride rules have we not often heard complaints of how much there is of pride in the church of christ what is the cause of all the division and strife and envying that is often found even among god's saints why is it that often in a family there is bitterness it may be only for half an hour or half a day but what is the cause of hard judgments and hasty words what is the cause of estrangement between friends what is the cause of evil speaking what is the cause of selfishness and indifference to the feelings of others simply this the pride of man he lifts himself up and he claims the right to have his opinions and judgments as he pleases the salvation we need is indeed humility because it is only through humility that we can be restored to our right relation to god waiting upon god that is the only true expression for the real relation of the creature to god to be nothing before god what is the essential idea of a creature made by god it is this to be a vessel in which he can pour out his fullness in which he can exhibit his life his goodness his power and his love a vessel must be empty if it is to be filled and if we are to be filled with the life of god we must be utterly empty of self this is the glory of god that he is to fill all things and more especially his redeemed people and as this is the glory of the creature so this is the only redemption and the only glory of every redeemed soul to be empty and as nothing before god to wait upon him and to let god be all in all humility has a prominent place in almost every epistle of the new testament paul says walk with all lowliness and meekness with long-suffering forbearing one another in love endeavouring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace the nearer you get to god and the fuller of god the lowlier you will be and equally before god and man you will love to bow very low we know of peter's early self-confidence but in his epistles what a different language he speaks he wrote there let the younger be subject to the elder and all of you be subject to one another humble yourselves under the mighty hand of god that he may exalt you in his own time he understood and he dared to preach humility to all it is indeed the salvation we need what is it that prevents people from coming to that entire surrender that we speak of simply that they dare not abandon themselves and trust themselves to god that they are not willing to be nothing to give up their wishes and their will and their honour to christ shall we not accept the salvation that jesus offers he gave up his own will he gave up his own honour he gave up any confidence in himself he lived dependent upon god as a servant whom the father had sent there is the salvation we need the spirit of humility that was in christ what is it that often disturbs our hearts and our peace it is pride seeking to be something and god's decree is irreversible god resisteth the proud he gives grace only to the humble how often jesus had to speak to his disciples about it 
you will find repeatedly in the gospel those simple words he that humbleth himself shall be exalted he that exalteth himself shall be humbled he taught his disciples he that would be chiefest among you let him be the servant of all this should be our one cry before god let the power of the holy ghost come upon me with the humility of jesus that i may take the place that he took brother do you want a better place than jesus had are you seeking a higher place than jesus or will you say down down as deep as ever i can go by the help of god i will be nothing before god i will be where jesus was and now comes the third thought this is the salvation the holy ghost brings you know what a change took place in those disciples let us praise god for it the holy spirit means this the life the disposition the temper and the inclinations of jesus brought down from heaven into our hearts that is the holy ghost he has his mighty workings to bestow as gifts but the fullness of the holy ghost is this jesus christ in his humility coming to dwell in us when christ was teaching his disciples all his instructions may have helped in the way of preparation breaking them down and making them conscious of what was wrong and awakening desire but the instruction could not do it and all their love to jesus and their desire to please him could not do it until the holy ghost came that is the promise christ gave he says in connection with the coming of the holy ghost i will come again to you christ said to his disciples i have been three years with you and you have been in the closest contact with me and i have done the utmost to reach your hearts i have sought to get into your hearts yet i have failed but fear not i will come again in that day ye shall see me and your hearts shall rejoice and no man shall take your joy from you i will come again to dwell in you and live my life in you christ went to heaven that he might get a power which he never had before and what was that the power of living in men god be praised for this it was because jesus the humble one the lamb of god the meek the lowly and gentle one came down in the holy spirit into the hearts of his disciples that the pride was expelled and that the very breath of heaven breathed through him in the love that made them one heart and one soul dear friends christ is yours christ as he comes in the power of the holy spirit is yours are you longing to have him to have the perfect christ jesus come then and see how amid the glories of his godhead his having been in the form of god and equal to god amid the glories of his incarnation his having become a man amid the glories of his atonement his having been obedient to death and amid the glories of his exaltation which is the chief and brightest glory he humbled himself from heaven down to earth and on earth down to the cross he humbled himself to bear the name and show the meekness and die the death of the lamb of god and what is it we now need to do how are we to be saved by this humility of jesus it is a solemn question but thank god the answer can be given first we must desire it above everything let us learn to pray god to deliver us from every vestige of pride for this is a cursed thing let us learn to set aside for a time other things in the christian life and begin to plead with the lamb of god day by day 
o lamb of god i know thy love but i know so little of thy meekness come day after day and lay your heart against his heart and say to him with strong desire jesus lamb of god give o give me thyself with thy meekness and humility and he will fulfill the desire of them that fear him it is not enough to desire it and to pray for it claim and accept it as yours this humility is given you in christ jesus christ is our life what does that mean oh that god might give you and me a vision of what that means the air is our life and the air is everywhere universal we breathe without difficulty because god surrounds us with the air and is the air nearer to me than christ is the sun gives light to every green leaf and every blade of grass shining hour by hour and moment by moment and is the sun nearer to the blade of grass than christ is to man's soul verily no christ is around us on every side christ is pressing on us to enter and there is nothing in heaven or earth or hell that can keep the light of christ from shining into the heart that is empty and open if the windows of your room were closed with shutters the light could not enter it would be on the outside of the building streaming and streaming against the shutters but it could not enter but leave the windows without shutters and the light comes it rejoices to come in and fill the room even so children of god jesus and his light jesus and his humility are around you on every side longing to enter into your hearts come and take him today in his blessed meekness and gentleness do not be afraid of him he is the lamb of god he is so patient with you he is so kindly towards you he is so tender and loving take courage today and trust jesus to come into your heart and take possession of it and when he has taken possession there will be a life day by day of blessed fellowship with him and you will feel a necessity ever deeper for your quiet time with him and for worshipping and adoring him and for just sinking down before him in helplessness and humility and saying jesus i am nothing and thou art all it will be a blessed life because you will be conscious of being at the feet of jesus at this moment you can claim jesus in his divine humility as the life of your soul will you will you not open your heart and say come in come in come today and take him up afresh in this blessed power of his wonderful humility and say to him o thou who didst say learn of me for i am meek and lowly in heart and ye shall find rest unto your souls my lord i know why it is that i have not the perfect life it is my pride but to-day come thou and dwell in my heart thou who didst lead even peter and john into the blessedness of thy heavenly humility thou wilt not refuse me lord here i am do thou who by thy wonderful humility alone canst save come in o lamb of god i believe in thee take possession of my heart and dwell in me when you have said that go out in quiet and retire walking gently as holding the lamb of god in your heart and say i have received the lamb of god he makes my heart his care he breathes his humility and dependence on god in me and so brings me to god his humility is my life and salvation end of chapter seven